Hello teachers and welcome back to this week's episode of the teacher class. I hope you're all doing well. You're joined with myself, Hayley and Gemma and we are looking forward to another week's episode. How are you Gem? Hi teachers. Hi Hayley. I'm good. Thanks Emil. How are you? I'm grand. Yeah, tired now I have to say. I feel like this week I'm just kind of chasing my tail with um, tiredness I guess. I just feel like I'm really looking forward now to the break just with having such a few busy weeks like with parent teacher meetings and we're really now getting into the swing like I know we talked last week about like the festive season kind of starting and I think we're well into that now since it's now December so yeah look it's really really busy what about yourself how's school going for you? Yeah school is going great thanks very full on no more than yourself um I think just as you said the festive season has very much kicked in mm. which is quite busy in schools like christmas art the nativity year for the infants or the drama for the older classes and carols and everything is quite full on at the moment but it's all going well and it's very much kicked off and i am enjoying it it's just no more than yourself tired but really really having fun i have to say yeah and i think even looking at that from like you know the perspective of like every weekend now I have something on as well so it's like trying to preserve the energy like not just for school but like for the weekend as well like our Christmas party now is this weekend I also have like a memorial thing for my dad um on Sunday which should be nice and like I just yeah Lovely. I just feel like there's a lot kind of coming up I'm actually going away the following weekend I'm heading off for some European Christmas markets and I'm looking forward to that but again like it's just trying to preserve that energy um how like how are things going on with like coordinating like your Christmas show and stuff so far because I know it can be hard like you're like the days are going by quicker than you expect I know that myself anyway like how are you getting on yeah so I'm the same as yourself booked up each weekend um, up until Christmas time. We actually are lucky enough to have this Friday off, which is great in one sense because mm. you have the rest, but also it leads our school to kind of panic because we're losing a day to practice for our Christmas show. I know. Um, so it's got benefits. Yeah, like it has pros and cons, but um, yeah, th things are going well, thanks. Um, I sort of had a system in place a couple of years ago with how I do my Christmas show prep and I'm glad that I sort of figured it out for myself because I have a little rhythm that works for me mm. Um, like we started off and the very first lesson we do with it we do a full read through and we all like listen to the teacher read it aloud or read it aloud together and discuss it and I actually ask the kids for opinions and if they have anything they'd add or take away or if they have any ideas. And then the next lesson would be giving out the roles and divvying out what they do. Um, and it kind of gives you a sense as well of like making sure that everyone gets one or two lines at least. Mm. Because I know obviously a lot of children that will be brilliant and they'll talk away. But I like to ensure that each child at least says one line. And even if they're very, very nervous, the more prep you do with it, the better. Yeah, the um, confidence. Like because... The practice helps with their confidence, yeah. yeah. And I think for me, that little strategy works of step by step, read through first, divvying out the roles, kind of. And then afterwards, you know, getting them to sort of add the actions in and the gestures and the emotion with the voice and intonation, tone of voice, all of that will come in time with practice. But I suppose just that's the little system I've been using the past two, we can have two weeks. And thank God, like it is, it's very much working. 
Um, but yeah, how about you? Like, how is the Christmas show prep going with Ralph the Reindeer? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going good. So, like, we started last week learning three songs, and then I had it on like in the background, um, like in the morning when students were coming in, um, like when they were doing their morning mash and stuff. So they kind of had a good understanding of like the tunes and stuff. Um, now like there's two fourth classes, so I'm also working with my cooperating teacher. Um, is that the right word to use? Yeah, cooperating teacher. Like the other yep. teacher um for fourth class so the two of us would put our heads together to share out the lines like you say um just making sure everyone has a line evenly um so yeah we're still in the process of that today now we did a, a run through of the the lines um we also went back over the songs again and kind of finalizing like all the actions for that so the songs are coming on really well. Um, it's Lovely. just the lines now and getting them to learn them off. What I did was I actually printed off another kind of script and I chopped it up because we put their names beside everyone's. So like I yeah. obviously have the hard copy up on the whiteboard. So next week now we'll start um getting the students up onto the stage and deciding like where everyone's going to go for what part. So it's literally now just going to be reading through it, reading through it and you know revising the songs for each kind of re revision session if we that we have but like um even now because you know both the classes know the actions we can even do that like when we want to do like a, if, or even like if we want to do a little transition and then try and use that time together to go through the lines so that's yeah. the plan at the moment anyway um yeah i also did something actually really nice at the weekend so i went to the avondale treetop have you ever been there I saw your videos and pictures. Um, I've never gone, but it looks beautiful for Christmas time all lit up. I loved yeah. the videos and pictures you posted. They looked gorgeous. Yeah, so it's just like outside of Rat Drum. And I saw, the, I came across a TikTok and I was like, wow, this looks really good. And like I had seen it before, but you know those things that you see, you're like, oh, that looks really good. But it kind of slipped my mind. Um, yeah. So, yeah, myself and Neil, we decided um, to go last minute then on, what day was it? Saturday. And it was such a lovely day out, to be honest, because, well, we'd booked it for four o'clock and that's when the lights get turned on. So if you go before four o'clock, you can potentially go down the slide. Now, I think you have to pay extra for that because once you get to the top, you can go down like on this kind of steel like slide. But um, when the yeah. lights come on, they don't actually have the slide open. So, yeah. OK, OK yeah and obviously it's weather permitting as well so that's why you know yeah that's fair enough so would you recommend it absolutely yeah like oh. it was what 15 euro each and then we not too bad yeah we actually headed to go towards johnny fox's and when we got there it was packed so we were like right we'll go somewhere else and we were actually going to go to the orchard i think that's in rathbarnham but um i actually just remember then the mary plowboy pub is nearby it's actually near where my grandparents are buried so um, I was there not summer gone summer before that when my cousin from America was over, um. But yeah, I highly recommend. We had a gorgeous turkey, ham and stuffing and potatoes and veg. It was delicious. Oh shebang! Yeah, and like my favorite dessert ever, Gem, is profiteroles. And like they, 
do the most gorgeous profiteroles. Like I hate when they're really? laced in caramel. Yeah, that's my ultimate yeah. favorite. Is there? An... I have to say controversial here, but my favorite has to be banoffee pie. And oh. I was only chatting to one of the girls about this recently, like what our favorite desserts were, because I wouldn't be the biggest Christmas dessert person, but I think it's a really interesting conversation to have because some people like quite fruity desserts. Yeah. Do you know like Christmas cake or apple pie or whatever? But some people like chocolatey desserts. So yeah. I'm quite like you, like. Profiteroles are good, but I love a good banoffee pie. I think a banoffee pie is so yum. Yeah, I think actually that's on that's one of the options for our Christmas <gasps> party this weekend. So I might actually get that now that you say it, because I think it's that yeah. and selection of ice cream. I can't remember what the third one is, but it didn't sound too exciting. But yeah, yeah, I might get so. that now that you say it. Sounds good. Sounds good. So come here. School practice for the drama is going well, and also for um music wise, all all your songs are being kind of played. Did you say while you're doing art and other activities and stuff, and just singing them in the background? Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, we're kind of doing the same now. We we seem to sort of be at the same stage mm. because I feel like when they know the lyrics, the drilling it as you call it, like drilling it in, is is sort of it's nice to do it while they're doing an activity. Yeah. Yeah, and like we're I the same. I don't like to be doing it too much either because at the same time I don't want them to get sick of it because I still want that excitement. No. Yeah, know? which is kind of why it's nicer to fit it in between things rather than doing a whole 50, 60 minute music lesson every week with them because that is quite heavy. Yeah, it is. Do you know? I yeah, agree. it is, it is. That's why I didn't um, teach all the songs in one go because I was like, no. it'd be better to spread them out because then at least it's something a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm something I haven't mentioned on the podcast actually is um that I'm conducting the school choir. Oh. So I've done it. Yeah, I've 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 done it for the past while. Like we went to Gaelic because uh their fifty year celebration last year. We were kindly invited to the mansion house and we performed there my little class last year. Oh, yeah. And I conducted that. And for the past two three years, um we've been on the main stage in Parnell Square for Lawmore and the Gaelic, and I've conducted the school choir for that wow. for the whole school. So, yeah so it's just kind of nice because Keela one of the girls from music generation comes into our school and does music generation completely ask um, wow. for those of you that don't know I'd really encourage you to look up music generation it's a lovely idea but uh, funded by U2 but Larry Mullen the drummer from U2 actually went to my school that I teach in so wow. it's really cool because she sort of gave me a few tips and tricks of um different really gorgeous things that I actually might discuss on my Instagram page in the next week or two of what I'll be doing with the choir but it's it's such simple things but it makes it so beautiful and she had lovely ideas and she did a bit of a run through with us but yeah I'm actually I'm looking forward to them but it's just something I had mentioned so um yeah I'll I'll be conducting that this year which is fun absolutely I suppose this week we want to talk about what's something that we said we'd touch on a little bit more And like, I don't have anything prepared for this. I'm kind of just, you know, going to talk about it quite generally, like yard duty, because it can be quite yeah. um, a monotonous role. It's run so differently in every single school. Yeah. Um, you know, like, especially when I was subbing, like some, the way some lunches and stuff in schools work is crazy. And it's the part of like teacher training that they you're not prepared for. Yeah, it's a massive part yeah of the school day um really important for children's social development their physical development like their emotional development and like that was something that i was like whoa like i'm not i'm not prepared for this like dealing like with Mm -hmm. you know even just behavior in general Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah Gem like what's your whole take like it's such a broad thing to talk about but yeah, let's, so let's have the, I totally let's have agree a with you. Totally <coughs> agree with you. I think it's something that we aren't prepared for in college. And I think it's really insightful and interesting when you talk to different people, because I agree with you, it's done differently in loads of different schools. Mm. For example, I had a full year post, uh, my very first year teaching, and the RGU was run quite, quite different in that school than it is in my school now. Mm. So in that school, it was broken into two 20 minute slots every day, but you had two separate slots on two separate days. So you did one small and then one big per se. So yeah. one sus and one loan, but mm-hmm. they were on two different days. Whereas my school now is 10 minutes and then 30 minutes. Right. So we just have a yard duty day. So my day was actually today, for example. So was mine. And because <laughs> Was it? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that you were on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's a, it's actually a very handy day. I don't mind it at all um, in the middle of the week because it kind of does break up the week. And at least, like, it's just kind of one of those things, part and parcel of the job, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, something I, I suppose I thought I'd mention was that timing-wise. So times can be different in every school. So, like, you can have 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. It depends on the school. Um. So ours is 10 minutes and 30 minutes. I'm on Wednesday. What's great for us, Hayley, is because there's five teachers, mm-hmm. we each just have one day on the yard a week. Yeah. Like I have friends that are in two and three teacher schools and they would have to do quite a lot of yard. Yeah. Um, which is tough. And that is tough. And I totally want to acknowledge that. I think it's important for us to sort of hit on that as well, that mm. like we totally understand that sometimes depending on the school, you would have to do more yard duty than others. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just part and parcel of the job unfortunately and like um, do you like your duty like what like do you enjoy it yeah i i honestly don't mind it like yes obviously as you mentioned behavior can be an issue every now and again Um, i find personally especially with football football can sort of cause behavior issues in our school mm-hmm. which i mean girls and boys in our school play football so i do want to emphasize that as well that it's not you know, just, you know, a certain class or a certain gender, anything like that, that are causing issues. It, it's just sometimes with football, it can cause children to get quite heated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like games for yard. Like, do you have any suggestions or ideas for games for yard? Um, yeah, I, so like in my school, we, we do play football on the yard, but you see, it's 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 very differently ran like the way the yards are okay. than my than other schools I've been in just like what you were saying that the other school that you were in yeah it was different like there was one school I was subbing in and you were on yard duty every day like yeah. so there was their 15 minute break and then they had a half an hour break on the yard so your first break you did, so say you were on for on little break, that was your yard done for the day. The next day then you could be on the first half of big lunch. And then the next day you're on the second half of big lunch. So I found that a bit weird because every day you're doing 15 minutes and I thought that was a lot, to be honest. Um, yeah, that is, that's very interesting. Yeah, and then another school I was in, you could be on yard, so there was two different yards. So it was like, the first I can't remember you were definitely not on yard every day but one like you it goes on rotation so say you were on the kind of junior side of the yard and then you're on the senior yard and then mm-hmm. you were on first aid so they had a teacher that was designated just for first aid which I yeah the, the school at home my village at home in Galway has that as well actually Hayley where yeah. the day 
one day when you were not on yard, yeah, you were on a uh, first aid. So if a child is injured or anything, that's that's that first aid teacher's job. The ch- the teacher that's on the yard just sends the student in, yeah. and it just saves, you know, the pair of eyes because sometimes if you have to walk in with a child or if you if you have to go to get a, I don't know, a band aid or if you have to go to get anything like that, nice pack. Yeah, exactly. It, it, you're losing a pair of eyes and a pair of hands. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that that's definitely done at home, I know. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, and would, you, would you find that's a good thing? Or about, like, would you recommend that? What, how did you find that? Like, I didn't mind it. Like, because you were able... Okay. Like, you were able to sit there and kind of, like, do corrections or planning. Like, you could bring your laptop and sit there. But, like, obviously, if a child needed you, you, you had to be readily yeah. available at the same time. I do think yeah. like it's very helpful in the sense like you know school secretaries I feel can get caught up with with all that kind of you know no like nonsense if that makes sense like not that it's nonsense oh, wow. but yeah because like think about it like if they're going into the office because they've been hurt like there's yeah you know depending on what way your school building is it, it can take up you know a school secretary's time or a principal's time mm. or a vice principal's time because who is there to take care of them if there was no one on first aid? Do you know what I mean? So a bone of contention, unfortunately, is that we have only got nine hours of a secretary a week. What? So our secretary is absolutely incredible, but unfortunately we don't have her a lot. Um, because our school is so small, we're only entitled to nine o'clock to 12 o'clock. Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday and we have Elaine, our incredible secretary who has been in the school for over 20 years oh for nine hours gosh. a week. Yeah, so it, it's genuinely devastating. It's heartbreaking and I don't know how we do it because it then in turn means that the likes of the principal or whatever has to be readily, readily available in the office at all times. Yeah, so it's, it's quite different for us. Oh yes, my he has God. to. That is yeah, insane. I know. It's tough. And our school, yes, I understand we're under 80 students. Like, I, I understand that just over 70 students is into a big school, but it's just quite difficult sometimes because I do feel like it puts the pressure onto somebody else. Absolutely. Like, oftentimes, if the principal cannot be in the office, what can be quite difficult for our school is there's a teacher who's just at the door who's the vice principal of our school, mm-hmm. and he has to leave his classroom door open in case anyone rings the phone of the office or in case anyone knocks on the door of the school that's or anything hard. like that. So it's tough. It is, it is, yeah, yeah. So look, it's, it's just one of those things that ours wouldn't be put into the office if, yeah. if that's a difference, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Just plainly due to the fact that she wouldn't really be there. Like she's she's gone before our big yard, Hayley. Yeah. Our big yard is half 12 until one and she is gone at just before, yeah, so. That's crazy. But then yeah. like, so my, my school anyway, like we have still split breaks, like, they brought in introduced during COVID times and um, okay and as well like say fourth class or fifth class or whatever classes are on that yard so like we've split breaks so third and fourth are on at the same time fifth and sixth are on at the same time so like say for example today I was on yard duty so I went and ate my lunch with people that I wouldn't normally eat my lunch with because because yeah um I'm, I'm not eating at my normal time I'm going early yeah do you get me um yeah but another interesting thing is that our like our classes don't mix so like say there's like three six classes they don't mix with each other they only play with the kids in their own class and okay. where they're where their position on the yard rotates every single day 
Okay. So it just prevents arguments happening in between other classes and then disrupting <laughs> two classes or three classes rather than it just being focused in on the one class. Now that can have pros and cons, obviously. The pros is that, you know, there's less kind of, let's just call it nonsense going on with children in other classes. Um, but the pros okay. of that, well, and also um, a, a negative side to it, oh, sorry, a pro to it is, I guess that, you know, they're in a routine you know that they kind of i don't know but then on the on the flip side you know if they've got friends in another class then they can't mix um yeah you know stuff like that so yeah. i think that came in during covid times now obviously i worked in the school i you know got the job in the school post covid so um i'm trying to think yeah so like for example it's depending on so we've two different yards you see one has better basketball hoops than the other side has basketball has good basketball hoops so you know um like for example last year there was three fourth classes so it'd be football football basketball football football basketball and you'd rotate like that so not every day they're playing yeah. football um okay. because there can be um in some schools um there can be a huge focus on the football now like you were saying like you were asking me for more ideas like there are like you know those catching kind of things like even just a tennis ball um, you know tr like throwing the tennis ball against the wall and, and getting it back obviously if, you, mm -hmm. if you're lucky enough to have astroturf um, you know obviously that's more kind of spongier than concrete Um, skipping ropes are also great uh, what's that one um, no man's land that's a great one because it doesn't involve football but we actually don't use actual footballs we use softer balls they're kind of like mm -hmm. not really soft but they're not really hard because mm -hmm. it does cause like you say you know not it can cause tension in ways but i think it's trying to find the balance between rough play and actual play and um, mm -hmm. because it can cause like you know you know the children that aren't as into football but want to play football can feel intimidated and it can cause a lot mm -hmm. of issues and these yeah, are the things yeah. that they don't tell you in teacher training <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And we have uh, what we call the school footballs as well. So they're not the official footballs. They're softer. Um, now, they're not, ours aren't sponge ones, but um, I, <clears throat> I do agree with you. I think that it, it helps in the sense that people that would be a bit nervous to play soccer are more inclined to play soccer if they see balls like that because they know they're not going to hurt someone or they're not going to get hurt themselves, yeah. uh, which is just one of those simple tips and tricks that we can think of for yard time to mm. encourage people to play with each other, with different people. And I mean, it's just a nice inclusive thing to do yeah. to ensure that girls, boys, everyone will play soccer if they want to and that they won't feel intimidated, as you said, by the proper one. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you have any other tips and tricks for yard, Haley? Or is there anything else yeah, that you thought so, would be nice that you do? Or Yeah, so a big thing, um, a big thing is like, a big like especially at certain years who was carrying the football or the the equipment for yard out to the yard because it's okay. not already there we also write our the teacher's name on the football and if the football gets um you know caught up on the roof or if it gets kicked over the wall that just means no football like you know you kind of have to have mm -hmm. clear rules and mm -hmm. expectations about the football as well if there's a lot of arguing going on I also, I would just take the football off them for two days. Like, they're not getting football. Um, mm -hmm. And I know it's like, oh, I'm, I'm emphasizing. Like, 
you see, you could take the football away, but then that can only cause more problems because they'll get bored and they'll start, they could start saying nasty things or they'll, they'll find something else to entertain them. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's not always a bad thing having a football out. Like, obviously it's great exercise and all, but one of the things like I had just said there briefly was about um carrying the football out of the yard. So I have classroom jobs. So three jobs that are really important when it's break time for me is the energy saver which turns off the light and the door monitor yeah. who closes the door behind us number one it keeps yeah. the heat in the room and second of all it's just safer that way um of course alt- yeah and then i have someone on yard duty so obviously the teacher's on yard duty but i also have a child on yard duty and that child on yard duty is responsible for carrying the ball out to the yard or the skipping oh, ropes or whatever it is yeah and they're also in charge of ensuring especially after big lunch that the big cones that are used for the the gold i have gold here in like bunny ears mm-hmm. um they're responsible for putting them back and you know if anything's left out on yard they have to come and tell me do you know like if a jacket mm-hmm. was left out or anything like that so mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. stops this whole like i'm carrying the ball and he gave the ball to me and it's like no like there's a person on yard duty and that's their job and then if there's someone that's mm-hmm. on yard duty that's absent i also have class substitutes i have two so whoever's the substitute gets to you know if i need a line leader or if i need like the energy saver or whatever they all just know what is expected of that role mm. I Kaylee, also... that's an amazing tip because i do think that that's sometimes where the fall down or breakdown in communication can happen yeah. and oftentimes children do by accident you know, take the football without thinking, or as you said, forget to close the door, forget to turn off the light. Who was the last out? Who forgot to turn off the light? Who forgot to close the door? Mm. It eradicates those things. So that's an amazing tip. And I think it's really nice that you mentioned it as well, because it's a simple but effective way that we can ensure that those little things don't happen. Yeah, and another thing, we have a bit of a walk to go out, like the way our building is. We have a bit of a walk to get to the yard. So there was a bit of... um, throwing the ball rolling the ball with their foot like they have to carry the ball because that's going against our classroom rules they're not doing what they're asked of so um i'm not going to go into detail into the specifics of my school's behavior policy but it will be breaking one of the rules if they're not doing what they're asked let's just say and holding the ball is really important because number one if they dropped it it could let someone could trip you know, and I know yeah. you're probably thinking, ah, Haley, like, come on. But no, like, it has caused issues. It can be a distraction walking in. There's cl- other classes mm-hmm. on because of the split break. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just being specific with your expectations. Mm-hmm. And they know better. Like, and especially at this point in the year, I'm like, no, like, you're breaking a classroom rule. Like, you need to carry the ball. Or if I see that they've given it to someone else to carry, I'm like, that that's not their job. Do you know, like... They're like, yeah. oh, but they asked me to. I'm like, they're not the teacher, you know, like, yeah. and it's just, yeah. I'm just very specific. No, being specific is being clear in your expectations. And I think that you're totally within your right to say, don't roll the ball, don't dribble the ball, don't bounce the ball. Like we would say the same and, and that would be part of our rules as well, Haley. And I think it's it's a very also simple but effective way just to ensure safety. And especially if you have a long walk out to the yard. So mm. like, it's just extremely important that there aren't any issues and if we can ensure that the children are safe i mean we have a duty of care it, it yeah effectively we are in local parentis when we're with yeah. the children yeah. and i think just being responsible by saying 
don't bounce the ball because you're not outside yet. Just make sure that you're not distracting other classes and having those conversations at the start of the year. And if you have to have them again, maybe midway through the year or you know, before the end of the year, that's okay too. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say is you've kind of I've obviously briefly touched on them now, but the other question I had for you was rules on yard. So like, was there anything that you sort of, had in mind other than those couple of tips in terms of rules like say when you're out on yard yeah so like again referring back to how my school is run and the behavior policy like Mm -hmm. if they're being like unfriendly or rude or disrespectful to a friend that is also breaking a classroom rule there's consequences to that and there is also like behavior warning letters you can give like if something is really nasty like really really bad um, okay. and that furthers children along um, on our school's behaviour policy um, you know and that letter goes home and it gets signed by a parent so it gets a little bit more serious you know especially we have identity based ones as well so you know if there is foul language used or you know jeering of yeah. any sort that's deemed completely inappropriate and you find yourself with hearing mad things out on the yard you know like you're just like am I actually hearing things I'm like are we living on the same planet right now <laughs> yeah. you know um no definitely but even like as far as the football goes because say you've two or three classes playing we also have a rule that not five children are going to run across into the other yard to get the ball if the ball gets accidentally kicked over one person will go and if you see one person yeah. going that's them gone to get it do you know yeah yeah so. yeah we would do the same like we have grass outside the school uh, as many of you will know and one child requests by the teacher that's on their section of the yard or SNA can they go out so that the teacher knows it then that's going out keeps an eye and then when they get back they shut the gate so it's just a little sort of as you said clear specific way to ensure that they know this is this is what we're doing. Uh, my last tip was actually to do with Gaelga on the yard. Oh, funnily yeah. enough, haha, <laughs> wouldn't be like me. <laughs> but uh, basically, to encourage our Gaelga usage, um, we just have little corti glossa. So they're little printed, laminated green cards, and we hand them out to the children and the class at the end of the week with the most, and at the end of the term with the most get a little treat it could be something as simple as a hot chocolate party it could be a trip to the cinema it could be ice skating it could be but it's just a simple little way to encourage them and i've had a handful maybe six seven friends that have used this during shocked in the Gaelge, or say if they're doing something specifically for irish and oh my gosh they said the difference that they saw in the children's effort on the air to speak irish was incredible because they wanted their hot chocolate party or whatever Aww, uh so they'd have nice. like the class would literally have like 40 30 or 40 carty gloss by the end of the week so do they need to get a certain amount of carty gloss or no it's not a certain amount it's just the class with the most so like we'd have um nina viaganina vora hendo three cahar shade together so yeah but it's it's just a nice little incentive and like it can literally be something as small as okay everyone in the class gets a new pencil or the class gets to watch 15 20 minutes of a movie at the end of the week like it it doesn't have to be this big expensive thing but yeah it's just a little incentive we have that I thought I'd throw in there as a tip um for encouraging guys on the yard yeah I love that I've also seen Um, things where they give a star to the best line but like I find that can be quite tough because I've seen things online where it's like, you know, children don't naturally line up like an army. Do you know? They're children. Yeah, true, true. So that can be quite true. hard, especially if you have that a lot is of kids difficult, with a lot yeah. going on. It's like, yeah. 
But um, will we get to our questions of the week or? Yeah, we'll do the questions and then we can do our resource of the week. So I have a few questions for you uh, that have come in. Uh, one or two of them are specifically kind of geared towards you and then one or two of them we can both answer. Mm -hmm. So the first one is, uh, Hayley, could you please give advice on dissertation with Tiberonia from your own personal experience? Uh, the dissertation, oh God, you know what? It's a whirlwind, but it's just view it as another assignment. Like at the end of the day, it's not actually worth that many more credits than any of the kind of ped um, assignments that you do. So like, just do your best mm -hmm. with it. Tackle it as early as you can. Mm -hmm. Le like lean in with your, um, what's it? Like your tutor or whoever is looking after you, um, like overseeing the dissertation. Um, and just pick something that you're interested in. Like if I mm -hmm. was to do it again, I would not do what I did. Like I'd probably do something on like really. Yeah, I'd probably do something on desk schools and maths or something. Oh. Yeah, because the two things I would have said you've mentioned. Uh, number one was liaise with their tutor, and uh, number two is do something that you're very interested in. Mm. They were the two tips that I was going to say as well. Because yeah, so that's really good. Uh, the second one is what is the app that you use for digital note taking on your iPad, Haley? Good notes. Good, Good notes, notes yeah. yeah. I haven't brilliant. actually used it since finishing college, really. Um, okay. But it is, it is very, very helpful because you can screenshot in notes and stuff. So it saves all that rewriting and you can add stuff then to the pictures and also, yeah. Good notes. I think it's like a tenner on the App Store. Highly recommend. Fab. Fab. Uh, okay, so two, three more. Can I ask you girls both what your favourite class level to teach is and why? Four class, because it's all I know, girl. Oh, <laughs> well, you? no, you don't. You know more than that because, like, you've done uh, like teaching practice and stuff. Yeah, no, I have. Um, obviously, I'm going to be biased and say fourth class, but okay. you know, I do. I see. I teach in a senior school, so I love the senior ages. Infants now was not for me. Maybe it was just the time I was doing it. Maybe it was because I was under pressure with school placement. Maybe I'd enjoy it okay. better in a different scenario um or in a different kind of school but um Fair. yeah no i love the senior end i love teaching six class as well although i had do you, wow. know the, do you know when the class gets split up and they come down to you i'm looking at the fifth and sixth class maths books and i'm like oh dear god i'd have to have a look at that again <laughs> do you know because mm -hmm. i haven't seen it in so long when they're so used to teaching yeah. an age group but yeah 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 so true what about so you true. i think I think I was pleasantly surprised, as I mentioned before this year. Um, I thought I really adored the infants, but I love my third and fourth class as well. So I think they're both quite nice levels for different reasons. And I think the independence really shocked me this year, which yeah. was a very nice surprise because love it's lovely to ask them to do something after you explain it and it just to be done and not having to give the same level and amount of support, which is really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, next question I have is... Uh, girls, could you please give more details on EPV days, how they work, as I'm hoping to be my, uh, an NQT next year. Okay. So congrats. Um, the extra personal days or EPV days are course days that we can take. So um, I suppose you earn them when you complete a summer course. Um, with one course, you earn three days, two courses, you earn four days, and three courses, you earn five days. Um. And you can do them through companies like Launch Education, Flourish Education, um, Actualize Academy. Um, which which EPV companies have you gone with online or in person, Hayley? Um, I did Michelle's Innovative Ideas one. 
the literature master class and I did flourisha some flourisha courses and I think Lovely. there was another one I did like Gwail something Gwail Gwail culture yeah yeah Gwail culture yeah Gwail culture are very good they're the ones I did this year just very practical yeah. you know like tips for the classroom that you'd definitely use um okay well we move on to our resource of the week so quickly to finish up yeah so, my, so will I do mine yeah, I was just going to say, what is your resource of the week? <laughs> My resource of the week is an ICT website called Toy Mass. No, Toy Theatre, sorry. Toy Theatre. Oh, cool. And it's got just loads of ICT manipulatives. I was using it for fractions. Like I was adding in different colour marbles into the jar and I was able to ask what fraction of the marbles were yellow, what fraction of the marbles were blue. Mm. And so I was teaching denominator, numerator and counting and then simplifying. So it was great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Especially for the visual learners. Oh yeah. Deadly. Yeah, that's lovely. That's very nice. Um mine is actually sort of ICT based as well. It's a website called Skullnet. So I don't know if you've yeah. heard of it, but S C O I L N E T pathways that they Yeah, exactly. So that's what I was gonna mention. A lot of people don't know, but they have pathways. So a simple way to explain it would be say, for example, you're doing on Nullig and Gaelgate, you can get your your history, your Kyol, your and it just the ideas are really nice because it's the the linkage and the integration is lovely there. And mm-hmm. um, like today, for example, I uh, I used it just for history for on Nullig Fado Christmas years ago, which was really really nice. Yeah, it's fab. Yeah. I got some lovely bits for like teaching symmetry. It was like this thing on oh, Yeah, if you go in, like I obviously was looking up shape and space for third and fourth. Yes, symmetry, but um. Yeah, highly recommend. I'll, I'll. It's like a, it's like a silk generator. I think it's called. But when you, when you leave a mark on the screen, it, it generates it for the mirror on the other side. So it's brilliant. Oh wow, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it's yeah. really good for lovely. like a stimulus kind of thing. It's really, really good. Exactly for the beginning of a lesson. Yeah, yeah. That so, sounds yeah, lovely. That's it. I think we will leave it there uh-huh. for this week. Thanks so much for listening. As always, please give us a follow on Spotify and. If you can, give us a rating of five stars. We will love you forever. And (laughs) don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We'll leave all our links below in the description. And send us on any questions or ideas of topics that you'd like us to cover as well. Just send us a message over on at the teacher cast on Instagram. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.